there are certain people that we look at and we think, wow, it doesn't matter if they're a high profile person, a person in history, or even our neighbor next door. But when we start to look at those people that we admire, it really shows and tells us something about ourselves. But what does it tell us? Join us and we'll find out. Hey, happy girls. Welcome back to another episode of Find Your Fit Podcast with your bra lady, Missy Helderman. This podcast is where we talk about all things bras, building and walking in confidence, and of course, everything in between. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode with Missy. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Kickstart to Discovering Your Design and Purpose. This, remember, has been a, what, three-part series? This is number three in our series. So if you have not listened to part one and part two, I highly recommend that you pause this and you just go back because each, everything that we're going to be talking about, although it doesn't build on one another, that it's kind of in, independent, it really can help you. There's some information, little tidbits and stuff that I share in the first part of it that really can help you throughout this. Okay, so pause it right here. I'll be right here waiting for you and go back for the episode one and two of the kickstart. Okay, now you've listened to everything and how are you guys doing? How are you feeling about this? Let me recap a little bit about what we have talked about. First off, what we did was we talked about our talents. And our talents are those things, those skills that we have that we may assume that everybody else can do them, but that might not be the case. There might be things that we have that are just totally natural, that we just come to us like breathing, but there are other things that we've mastered, um, that we've worked hard at being able to, to build these skills. And we have looked at what those talents are, what's come naturally, what we've mastered, and what people, not everybody can do. It's kind of been surprising, hasn't it? And did you write down the list? Did you do the homework? Okay, just checking. Then the next week, we talked about entertainment. And I know some of you probably went, oh my gosh, I love reality TV. What does this mean? Am I a drama queen? Well, maybe. But there's so much in what we do for entertainment, what we look to in our entertainment, our movies, our television shows, our music, that kind of thing that really can help us understand the things that we like to do when we kind of shut down, when we're just in rest mode. What jazzes us up? <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Did you look at all the different types? And maybe not even the, the show specifically, but what about the channels you like to watch? Or what kind of music do you like to watch? What kind of theater do you like to go to? Because these things are really important in being able to see a clear picture of how you've been designed. Now, the other question I have is, did you remember your ABCs? Because honestly, you can take and you can do the list. But if you don't remember the ABCs, 
it kind of can just go out the window. And what were the ABCs? Well, did you ask yourself the right questions and did you answer them? Were you honest with yourself in it? And did you clarify those answers? Did you really dig deep and figure out why it is that you love to watch the British food channels? What is it? Is it just their accent? Do you love movies that have subtitles? And do you actually try to understand the words that they're trying to say without reading? See how there's so many little details that are, can even be in the entertainment we watch? Now, given all of that, that we've looked at, our talents, our entertainment, now we're going to look at admiring others. Who is it that we look to and really admire? Oftentimes, there are traits that we admire in others that are a good indicator of traits that we also have in ourselves or even desire to have. It could be philanthropy that impacts the world or good parenting skills. It could be good work ethic or even just encouraging words. It really could be anything. Those kind of things really do start to shed light on things that we have within us. When I made my list of those people that I admired, I was kind of surprised at the wide range of people that I had on there. It ranged from movie stars to stay-at-home moms, but they all were connected by a common theme. They were all encouragers. They were not always ones that I wanted to just be like or looked up to, like I wanted to be just like this person or that person. It wasn't that, but it was a facet of their characteristic or their personality that I was just really drawn to because what I saw was they were able to do something that I longed to do. I wanted to be an encourager. I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to help others live better lives and be all they could be. And that's what I saw in each one of these. And again, it didn't matter if it was a movie star that we saw on the big screen or the mother of five that I would babysit for. When I started to look at why I was drawn to them, that's what helped me discover what I saw within myself or what I wanted to see within myself. So as homework, here's what I want you to do. First off, take out your journal and your pretty little pen. Hey, and let me know what, what color is your favorite pen? Right now mine's turquoise. I'm a blue kind of girl. So turquoise pen, there's just something about it I love. Others love purple, love green, blue, whatever. Let me know. But I want you to take out your journal, write down, make a list of all of these people you admire. Now, it does not mean that you always agree with everything they believe. It doesn't have anything to do with that. I want you to just go through and just start writing down quickly all these different people that you admire, that you look up to, that you would like to be a little bit more like. Okay, they can be in this world, they can be past or present, they can be historical characters, I don't care. It could be Kermit the Frog, I don't care. Kermit the Frog's got some really cool characteristics and he's got a big heart, doesn't he? Between him and Miss Piggy. When you get this list together and make this list of who you admire most, then I want you to think about what you admire about them. Write it down. Is it the color of their eyes? 
Is it how they dress? Is it how they address other people? Is it how they sing or an instrument that they play? Or it doesn't matter. I want you to write that down. Why is it that you admire them? And then look over and see. Do you see a common theme? Now remember the ABCs. Ask yourself the question and answer. Sometimes this is a little hard, I know, but make yourself do it. It's worth the time. It's worth the effort, I promise. But then be honest with yourself. Do not judge your list. Do not go and write something and, oh, no, that's a bad answer, so erase it. Or not even write it down. Stop that. Be honest with yourself. It's hard, but it's worth it, okay? Remember, if you're not completely honest with yourself, you're just cheating yourself. And why would you want to do that? Make sure then you clarify your answers, dig deep, find out what you see in those people and why, okay? And I will always remind you, prayer is important to this process. God has put something in you that has allowed you to connect with these other people in one way or the other. Ask him what it is. Ask him what he sees. Ask him why he's even created connection with these people, okay? And remember to take time to listen. When you start to pray, remember, it's a two-way conversation. You take time to listen. This does not have to be done in a five-minute sit-down. You can take a week. Take two weeks. This whole process took me over two years, and honestly, I'm still going through the process. So don't be hard on yourself if you can't see the theme right now, you can't really, you don't really see everything that I'm trying to explain yet, don't worry, you'll get there. This is a process. And just like any journey, you have to start somewhere. And with every little step of consistent work gets you to those bigger steps, okay? You're not meant to go from one leap to another leap to another leap. It just doesn't work that way. Although we'd like to think it would. Gosh, we'd love to think we would. But it doesn't work that way. One question will lead to another question that will lead to another question. And as you do these steps, it will take you closer and closer to finding your design and your purpose. Well, let's talk about some struggles that you might be having. One really... Big struggle that I could see a lot of people would have is that imposter syndrome. And being that we don't think that we're good enough. We don't think that we should compare ourselves or when we're looking at others, it's almost making us look like we're less than. I, you know, I think about the imposter syndrome in comparison. It kind of goes hand in hand in some ways because we go and we look at these people and they might be the presidents of countries, they might be the mother that lives down the street, but we may look at them and try to compare ourselves with that. That is not at all what I need you to do with this exercise. The exercise is simply to look at what it is about them that you admire. Because what that shows is maybe something you aspire to, or but that you're drawn to. Great example, 
the mother that has just adopted her last two and now is a family of 10, 10 kids. Gotta love them. And I admire them. And what is it that we admire of them? Well, her family values, her commitment to her children, her commitment to educating these 10 children into adulthood, giving them a better chance than what they may have had had they not been adopted. Those are great things to admire about them. Does that mean I want 10 children? Maybe not. But do you see what I'm talking about? Just because I don't want 10 children does not mean I have to compare myself to her, but I can admire her desire to create family. Does that make sense? Does that help? Another thing that can be intimidating when you're talking about this admiring people is that it's intimidating. You know, there are some people out there that are just downright intimidating. How could you ever put them on your list? How could you think about admiring such a person, right? Oh, stop it. Let's get over it. Remember, this list is really just for you. It's only between you and God. Nobody is looking at this list. And matter of fact, let's talk about one other thing. A struggle that I see so many people, and including myself, it took me a little while to get past this particular struggle. And it was that, what would somebody think if they read my list? What would they think? Would they judge me? Is this the wrong answer? What do they, what do they expect me to put on this list? Sweetheart, you are not trying to impress me. You're not trying to impress anybody. You're not even trying to impress God. All you're trying to do is simply curate this list of things that move your heart and move your character, that moves you, that helps you to figure out how you've been designed. There is absolutely no wrong answers. And I'll repeat that. There is absolutely no wrong answers. If you admire Big Bird, I'm all for it. Big Bird has some great characteristics. You know, there are a lot of great characteristics, a lot of things that we can admire in those particular characters. But if somebody were to look at my list, they might twist their head a little and go, huh? Well, on my list, there are some people that I don't particularly believe the way that they believe. And I don't even really condone some of the things that they would be doing. It's just not my, how I believe. But there are certain aspects about their lives that I want to be like or that I admire in them. Whether it's their philanthropy, how they build businesses. I may not like what they sell, but I love how they treat their employees. Does that help you to understand that some of the struggles we just have to get out of our own way? And if you were concerned about anybody seeing this list, honey, take and hide it somewhere. Put it under your mattress. Once we're done with it, you can burn it. It's fine, okay? Don't worry about it. So you may be wondering, I've made the list. I've done the homework. I've done everything you asked. What now? So for me, 
when I did the same thing, and I trust me, I did exactly the same thing that you guys are doing. I would take and I'd do the journal and God would put a, a question on my heart and I would sit there and I'd write and I'd write and I'd write. And what I realized, absolutely any question that he asked me or any question that even the internet or a person would ask me, I love those questions that make me dig. What I realized was it helped me to get that process of asking the question and answering. The answering was hard for me. And not only the answering was hard for me, but that being honest was even harder. So once I got into the practice of asking the questions, then I started to allow myself to answer the questions and to be that much more honest. I'll be honest, I think that this whole thing too has helped me not only be able to find this process for me to walk through, but also to help me communicate with others. Being able to set aside my fears of, oh, what might they think and all of that. This has helped me to be honest with myself because I know if I'm not honest with myself, I'm just cheating myself. But then that last piece of really digging deeper. So much of our communication these days is so surface. We ask a person, so how are you doing? And what do you get? Things are good. Okay, bye. Right? It is so surface. But how many times do we have relationships, not only with one another, where we're going, so how are you really? And are you able to articulate that? And one step further, to be able to articulate it to God. That whole practice of asking the questions, to answering the questions, to being honest, to clarifying the answers, and really start that communication process with God was key. Because what I realized was as I did that, as I made the list of what I love to do, the made the list of the things I hated more than anything, the things that made me angry or the, the people I admired, the talents that I did, all of those things, I could have a communication with God. And as I did, he would bring up things to my heart or he would point out things like, you know, we talked about the food network and the food. I don't like to cook. Remember, I don't like to cook. I like to eat. But what I love about it, and I really didn't really realize was the creative aspect of it. It really is cool how they take all of these things and make this amazing dessert or amazing meal, whatever it is. So take these things, take these lists and look at them not only individually, but start looking at them together and asking the Lord, so what is it that you see in this? Lord, why is it that I love racing shows and everything about engines. Why is it that I love that stuff? And I tell you what, one of my favorite scriptures for all things is Jeremiah 33, 3. And in the English standard version, it reads, call to me and I will answer you. And I will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. Isn't that amazing? If you think about it, he's telling you, call to me, ask me, 
ask me. And you know what? I'm not only going to hear you, but I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you great and hidden things that you do not know. At the very beginning of this series, I told you that your design is hidden. It's hidden away. And it's not hidden away from you like to punish you or to keep from you. But it's hidden as a treasure that we are to dig out, to seek out. My point is that God has put these things into you, just like an acorn, just like the seeds that you see. There is something in that that allows them to have everything they need to become that mighty oak or that tomato plant or whatever that seed is. God has put within us everything that we need to do everything that he has created for us. We are uniquely designed with his purpose in mind. He has amazing dreams for us, and he's already put all these little facets into us. What makes me angry is that so many times the very facets that God has put into us are the very things that everyone's trying to suppress. I'm sitting here talking to you, and the things that God is using in me and in my life are the very things that I thought were stupid, the very things that I thought was of no value. I would take and I would spend hours and hours and hours trying to change myself and alter myself to be something different, to be something other than. And here, after this whole journey, imagine my surprise when I find out that the very thing that I was fighting against and everything that that people were trying to, to lean me a, away from was the very thing God had called me to. Imagine if that's the same thing with you. I can tell you, I look back and I think, my gosh, some of these kids that I've got around me, they have got it. It, it just amazing me when I see these 24-year-olds and these 28-year-olds and these 30-year-olds and they know what God's called them to do. And they are doing it with all of their gusto. And when I look back and I think, oh my gosh, where would I have been had I already known that? Where could I be now? But sweetheart, we are exactly where we need to be. Had I not gone through all of those things, had I not learned all of those different things, I wouldn't be right here and I wouldn't be the person I am today. So don't be like me and, and get into that funk of, I've missed it. Oh my gosh, I'm too old. Is it too late? Will I ever figure it out? Because you know what? God doesn't have it hidden away for us never to know. He wants us to know exactly why we are called. He wants us to know exactly what's in us so that we can find where we fit so that we can do what it is that he has called us to do. So let's go back through and just reiterate what we talked about over the last couple weeks. We first talked about our talents. What is it that is truly in you that you do, just like breathing, that not everybody can do? What kind of entertainment do you like? What common themes do you see? And lastly, 
who do you admire? And what is it about that that really you connect with? This is simply just a scratch of the surface of really finding your design. But this actually gives you a lot that you can work with to sit down and mull over and to ponder and to really talk to God about and be able to see that, wow, there are things in you that nobody else has. And it might be different than your family, too. Don't be surprised. But this is the first step to an amazing journey that's going to, and I promise, it's going to change your life forever. And not only change your life, but those around you. But you have to let it. You have to make the move. You have to answer the questions, take the steps. It's not just going to happen. So as we talk about admiring others, let's go into Hits from Helderman. Sponsored by Anita. Bras known for their legendary comfort and their award-winning fit. Anita bras mean confidence when you need it the most. Oftentimes, I have ladies come in and they have looked at this social media picture or this marketing picture and they say, I want to look like this. They're admiring everybody else. But do you know that not every style fits everybody? Just because one person fits into this bra, in this style, in this brand, does not mean it is for everyone and it may not be for you, okay? My saying all the time is just because you can get into it does not mean it fits. So please, when we're talking about admiring others, this also means bras. Do not be comparing yourself to others. Don't compare yourself in a bra. Don't compare yourself in life. Again, I'll say, just because you can get into it, sweetheart, does not mean it's for you either. Different styles fit different ways. And when you're able to find the style that works best for you, you're going to look the best and feel the best in it. So thank you so much for joining me, Missy Helderman, your bra lady, for this episode of Find Your Fit podcast, where finding your fit is key to feeling comfortable, confident, and empowered every day. Take care. That was another episode of Find Your Fit podcast with your bra lady, Missy Helderman. Before you go, make sure you give us a follow on our social media pages. We are present on Facebook and Instagram under the handle, The Bra Market. Once you're there, you'll be able to see all of our shenanigans, all of our fun facts, and also stay up to date on all things The Bra Market and Missy. We'll see you there. Until next time. Have a great day and even better week.